0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Coaches Cup. I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com, and this week I have a special guest coach with me, Shanna Pizer. Shanna, do you want to introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. I
1: am Shanna Pizer. I live in the Pacific Northwest in Washington State, and I am a life and weight loss coach for women and a confidence coach for teen girls. I, in 2019 started a weight loss journey and I lost 82 pounds and through the, through using a weight loss coach and doing a ton of thought work, I have finally lost my weight for the last time. And I want to help other women to experience that and feel as amazing as I feel because everybody deserves that. And I also want to help teen girls to not have to go through yeah. all of the years that I experienced, of uh, the beating myself up and trying to lose the weight and eating my feelings. So I kind of want to tackle it at both ends.
0: I love that because I, you know, looking back and, and I don't regret any of the steps that I've taken, but you know, what a gift it would be. So many of us come to this in our forties ish. Yes. And what a gift it would be to have this work when you're 20 or 16, you know, I have a my teen girls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My teen girls, the ones that are like really paying attention and implementing the things and doing the thought work. I'm just like, oh, if I had had this at your age, the world would not have been able to stop me. (laughs)
0: yeah that's what we could have lit it on fire yeah yeah I have an, an almost 20 year old daughter and you know I it's it's difficult to to actively coach them when they're not looking for it but still I can see ways we'll have conversations about how she you know looks at things and I'll offer alternatives and just seeing her make some subtle changes has been been fun because yeah it's, yeah. it's such a gift to that yes. to that age. and I
1: wish I had had this when my boy I have two boys when yeah. they were younger, oh my gosh, I would have been such a better mom and yeah everything everything happens the way it's supposed to so it,
0: it absolutely does. And today our topic I guess it goes right along with that because we're talking about celebrating ourselves which is something I don't think we do nearly as often as we should. And that's one of the reasons uh, I love that you're giving thought work to these younger women, because I know many women that are are in our age range, we were not taught to celebrate ourselves. And so tell me how, how you came to this. So through my weight loss, the process of
1: losing my weight for the last time, finally, I had to really do the thought work around all of the negative things that I had been telling myself for years, which is common across all of us. And I found, I found this when I was 48 years old. So, um, it's been a long time that the negative thoughts were ingrained. And so recognizing all of the negative things that I was telling myself And then slowly changing the dialogue that I had going on inside my head and then starting to intentionally recognize when I was doing something right and deliberately celebrating that created a whole new experience for me in my weight loss journey. And that translates into everything that I do.
0: Right. Well, tell me how, how do you begin catching these thoughts? Because you're right. Our brains are, we like to think that we're all so unique, but our brains are the same when it comes to beating ourselves up. So how did you start creating that awareness?
1: Mm -hmm. So doing, I started my weight loss journey with a weight loss coach and following the program which brings up all of the thoughts and feelings and journaling is a really big part of the process. And so within my my many um, translations of journals that I've gone through, um, I deliberately every day write down things, wins that I've had over the past 24 hours. So I'm constantly looking for wins to celebrate and then I also throughout the day, if I recognize, oh, I wanted to eat a cookie, but that's not on my plan. And I actually walk away from the cookie and allow that urge to process and don't give into it or buffer it away or whatever. I I might throw myself a dance party in my house and ask Alexa to play some Garth Brooks or something and dance around. and <laughs> Or I might just you know, give myself a little pat on the back and tell myself what a rock star I am because mm-hmm. I didn't eat that cookie. Yeah. But it is, it does take intention. It's intentionally looking for the positive because our brain always goes straight to the negative. Mm-hmm. You, And then when you make a mistake or you do something that you didn't intend to do, or you didn't want to do, you beat yourself up Like you berate yourself like crazy. And so my thing is, and what I encourage my clients to do and my students, I'm also a high school counselor. I encourage them to recognize the positive and celebrate at least as much as you would have beaten yourself up if you had made the other choice and ideally even more.
0: Yeah. Giving, giving that equal air time.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I, I love that. I, I'm always um, telling my clients to journal too. I'm sure that they, they get tired of hearing it sometimes. But it's amazing the things that I discover are running on repeat in my brain when I start writing it down. You know, I, I have been shocked at things I've written on paper.
1: Yeah, I'm like, yeah.
0: where did that come from? I had no idea that these were the things I was saying to myself. But once I create that awareness, and, and I love your idea for writing down the wins, because once you know that when you do something wrong or that you think is wrong, that you're going to start playing that loop, because it's pretty much the same loop for every, oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> then, then switching that you can't just get rid of the thought. You have to replace it with something. Absolutely. Yes. If yeah. you leave an
1: empty space, that negative thought is coming right back. Every and that's, day. I love the journaling. I, I kind of picture it as having a wad of necklaces all tangled up in your jewelry box. And that's what is going on in your head continuously. You just have all of these thoughts intertwined and mingled and partial. And you really can't make sense of it until you yeah. start taking apart the necklaces pulling out the bracelet and the earrings and really like laying it out so that you actually see what you're dealing with and what you have to work with and then you that just just the awareness alone creates so much space to um figure out what you want and start working towards it
0: I love that yeah and you know if we think about it a wad of jewelry like that It doesn't really have much value you can't use it the way it's intended but when you go through and separate it out you you know you have something that's that's useful possibly valuable at at least to in your mind that you can use on a daily basis so i love that example i think that's a great example for how our thoughts or... Yeah.
1: And some of it, some of those necklaces might be broken or you're missing <laughs> an earring. So there's only one or it's tarnished and maybe it's time to get rid of that necklace yeah. or that bracelet or that earring. Yeah. And let's focus on the ones that we want to keep. And just yeah. like our thoughts, there are thoughts that, I mean, we have so many thoughts a day that are not helping us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's focus on the ones that are going to be beneficial.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I work with women who deal with imposter syndrome. And so they, you know, many times the thoughts that we're finding are things about how broken they are or how um, they're not good enough. They, they should just stay small and not speak up because no one wants to hear what they have to say. And to be able to look at that and then say, okay, the next time I have another thought I'm going to replace that with ready to go. It's a little scary.
1: Absolutely.
0: So how do you, how do you get people to, to move past that? How have you moved past that?
1: I, so I like to think I, I, when I have a thought, I have a little test for it. I ask myself, is this thought true? And it may or may may not be true. If it's not true, then it is automatically disqualified. If it is true, and it could be positive or negative, if it's true, it it passes that part of the test. And then the second part of the test is, is it helpful? Mm -hmm. So it has to be true or at least something that I can work towards believing because Mm -hmm. not all thoughts are believable right away. So it needs to be, true or something that I want to work towards believing, and it has to be helpful. So if it's not both of those, then it's something that I want to let go of, and either replace or just let it go like, no, yeah. I'm not going to think that one anymore. Yeah. And so that's, and it's, and again, it's all about a practice. And I'm very deliberate about choosing thoughts, depending on what I'm working on at the moment, during my weight loss journey, <clears throat> during at different, Times I'd be like, okay, I need some good thoughts to be thinking. And I would come up with a list of, okay, these are the thoughts that I can work towards believing. They feel good, they're true, they create feelings that are going to drive the actions that I want to be taking. And so I would be writing those thoughts every day to remind myself. I would use a screensaver on my phone, the background on my phone, I would change out with
0: thoughts that I want to remember
1: to think. I am all about creating deliberate thoughts. ahead of time
0: because uh-huh.
1: we're not going to think about it in the moment when the cookie is sitting on the counter or the cake is sitting on the counter. Yeah, it's Like I want to remember ahead of time what I want to be thinking.
0: So what, can you give us some examples of some of the, the thoughts that you would use? I, I know I'm putting you on the spot, <laughs> but I, I love that I, I mean, because we don't yeah, often come up I, with them.
1: Yeah, I do. I write them down every day. I, I'm a person that I plan ahead for my success and I follow my Mm plan. I am capable. I can, I will, and I am losing this weight for the last time. Um, Food is fuel for my body. And when I feel my body properly, I feel amazing. Um, What I'm working on right now is when I don't overeat, I feel amazing.
0: (laughs) Because so it changes depending little,
1: on. Absolutely. Depending on where I'm at in my journey, or if I'm working on my business, or if I'm trying to fall back in love with my job, I have intentional thoughts um, for just about anything that I want to create in my life.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned you, you do little dance parties for yourself as, as <laughs> yes. celebration. Are there any I other do. kind of celebratory actions that you take?
1: Um, I'll brag on myself. I'll tell my husband, Hey, guess what I did today or, and just really, and just the act of recognizing when I do something that I set out to do, or, and I, I intended to do and it's little, it's every little thing. We do so many things right throughout our days,
0: mm-hmm. but we
1: only focus on what we do wrong. That's yeah. at the end of the day. That's what we're thinking about. When we wake up in the middle of the night, that's what we think about. So I want to pay attention to all of the little things that I'm doing right. I followed my plan for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I had this one thing on my calendar to do at this certain time. And I actually did it. I, you know, whatever. I moisturized my face last night before I went to bed. Yeah. And I want to recognize and be like, yes, you did it. You did that thing you said you were going to do. I'm so proud of you. And just create that um, mental dopamine hit. That can, it helps to reinforce the positive things that we're doing. If we are looking outside of ourselves for the dopamine hits, the cookies, the cake, there's Mm -hmm. a theme there, right? The wine, (laughs) Netflix, Amazon shopping, all of those things are going to, they might, you're going to get the dopamine hit right there immediately, but then the beatdowns coming you know, just a few minutes later. So when we're creating those mental dopamine hits for ourselves, when we're doing positive things, then we're reinforcing those positive things that we do.
0: Right. Because going back to what we said before, your brain is always looking for evidence and what you're doing in building those positive practices and those little dopamine hits is finding positive evidence for your brain to attach to the next time, instead of the beat down, it's going to be a, well, I'm awesome for doing this. I'm, yeah. I'm doing what I set out to do. My plan yeah. is done. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And that's when, I
1: mean, that, that's always my goal when, and that's, it's living in congruence when you're doing what you say Absolutely. you're going to do and you're living in congruence everything's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing better than that. I don't think.
0: Yeah, no, no, I agree because that, that level of, of pride in knowing that you are uh, Mm. living in incongruence or in integrity or however you want to say it uh, it's, it's difficult to beat that for a dopamine hit. (laughs) Yes.
1: And that's, that was one of my biggest things in summer, the summer of 2019, I was at my heaviest weight, I was miserable, I was kind of teetering between, okay, do I just give up and decide that this is the way my life is going to be from now on? Mm -hmm. Or am I going to try this crazy program that's $400 a month where I eat a packaged food, and I'm going to be miserable all the time. And that's like, that's where I was teetering summer of 2019 until I came across the weight loss coach. And I listened to a podcast and my, like, it was like the scales fell off my eyes yeah. and I was like, this is the answer. And yeah. I have never looked back. It's right. been absolutely life-changing and nothing outside. Like none of my circumstances have changed outside of myself. Yeah. I still have the same job, same husband, same kids, same house, same town. Everything is the same, but within me, everything has
0: changed. Yeah. That's, you know, it's, um, I've, I've talked about my weight loss journey on the podcast before. And the funny thing that I think we all come to is that weight loss is the least of it. I mean, that's the, that's awesome. And I, there are so many wins that that we can celebrate because of that, but it changes our relationships, our relationship with our job. Um, it changes, like you said, it changes everything because I think we realize that we don't have to beat ourselves up with a $400 a month food yeah. delivery. That's going <laughs> to be awful. And up until that point, until, until you get into coaching and really see what it's about, many people think that's the only alternative. Yeah. The only thing I can do is beat myself into submission.
1: Yes. Yes. And it doesn't work. It works mm-hmm. for a time. And yeah. then it doesn't, it ultimately does not work. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and that's another thing with the celebrating yourselves, um, celebrating, finding those little wins, finding the little things that you do, right. It creates positive belief in yourself. Yeah. I believe I'm a person that can do these amazing things. And it's I'm building one positive thing on top of another thing. And that was another huge realization that I had during my weight loss journey is that before when I had lost weight, I never really believed that I could be, mm-hmm. you know, a whatever, 150 pound version of myself. That was always the dream. But as I lost weight, I was always afraid. When is it going to come back? I'm, am I going, I'm never going to be able to sustain it. And I, I literally remember doing weight watchers and feeling the fear all the way down the scale. And so my belief didn't change, but my weight did. And when you're living out of congruence, something has to give. So then my weight started going back up again. And this time changing my beliefs, doing the journaling, the thought work, celebrating my wins, um, thinking the intentional thoughts, getting rid of the crappy negative thinking that I was Mm -hmm. constantly indulging in, it created a belief that I could be a person that lived life at whatever weight I wanted to. And I remember I was out on a walk one day and I was thinking about it. And I realized that my belief was at 150 pounds, my body wasn't quite there yet. My body was still at like 165 or something like that. But I like I had that recognition. I my belief was there. I was just waiting for my body to catch up, and that was—I <laughs> mean—that was a celebratory day, right That's there. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Talk about so celebrating
0: excited. yourself.
1: Yes, yes.
0: That's I awesome. I think um, one one other thing that what you just said brought up for me. Sometimes we we have the the idea that we have to dig into all those old old thoughts and find out well where did this come from and why do I think that. And that's really not the case, right? No, no. You can just it's, decide. Just decide. You can just decide
1: whatever you want to.
0: Yeah, you this doesn't decide. serve me. I'm not yeah, thinking Yeah, it.
1: it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why I was thinking it before. Mm-mm. What do I want to think now? Right. Do I want to keep thinking those things? Do I want to hold on to that past perception that I had of myself? Or do I want to create something new and better going forward and yeah. you just you literally just get to decide that
0: and <laughs> it, that's so powerful I, it's
1: kind of mind blowing <laughs> it is it
0: is i mean we we talk about it all the time but when you have those moments where like you just described where you realized you were just waiting for your body to catch up it it's just a bit of a mind blowing experience yes to think that yes. you've had this power within all along
1: yeah I, yeah, I remember the exact moment. I remember where I was on the walk and I just like, I had that thought. And then I, I think I glowed. I think there was actually a glow coming off of me at that
0: point. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. So we want to leave you all with a little call to action today. Um, And that is to start to learn how to celebrate yourself. Pick at least one thing every day, right? How many, how many wins? Do you have a specific number of wins that you write down every day?
1: I don't. It's typically around three or four. Okay. And and I'm I'm paying attention throughout the day and I'm looking at all of the little things. And so it can whatever pops into my head first is what I write down. And it's generally three or four things.
0: Okay. So our our call to you is to think of one. And then as you get better at it, add some more to it. Pay attention. Start looking for evidence of things that you can celebrate about yourself rather than evidence of what you need to beat yourself down about. And use that, practice that this week in your journaling. Just put it at the top of every day, win, so that you start your journaling with that. All right. Shanna, if, if they want to coach with you or they want more information about your coaching, where can they get that?
1: I have a website, shannapiser.com. And I'm also on Instagram at coach shannap for women and at coach teens for teen girls. And they're both, they're hooked up. So either way, either way works.
0: All right. Thank you so much. I Thank really appreciate you so much. it. And if you're looking to coach with me, I am at soniagreencoaching.com. So thanks a lot. And we'll see you all next week.